This is the uh, Trailblazer broadcast coming out once again with God's Word. And this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. I hope you stayed with us and listen. We're bringing these studies now on the Holy Spirit. And uh, next, in a few days, we'll be going into the baptism with the Holy Spirit. I hope that these have uh, whetted your appetite to hear more. And I would like to hear from them and tell them where you're listening from. If you hear us over the Internet or over the radio or maybe someone has sent you paperwork on these studies, we have it in print. But I'm happy to be with you this morning. The old trailblazer sometimes get kind of weary. And old Dan, me and old Dan riding around, clippity-clopping. I've been out of the office for a while. Had a little accident, but I'm back now and bringing you these studies. The last study we saw where John, where the Lord was baptized by John in the River Jordan. Let's pick it up right there. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee unto Jordan, and unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. Then immediately following his baptism, Christ was anointed by the Holy Spirit's power for service. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then in Acts 10.38, we find this verse. We're told that God was with the Spirit, anointing Christ. Peter said, There cometh there, there in uh, Cornelius' home as he brought the first message to the Gentile audience. How God had anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, and God was with him. To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sin. Oh, my friend, have you have you have you have you received that remission? Your sins are gone. We have a song here. We sang, "My sins are gone." Let me tell you, we have eleven full-length choir songs made by our choir before we disbanded there in New Orleans, and they're all on eleven CDs, and we sell them for five dollars each. Now we're going to put in a package together that they will be on the thumb drive. So if you want to just uh, give us a little time, we'll announce it when the, uh, all eleven will be on the thumb drive, along with other messages that, that you can purchase, and they're very, very inexpensive, my friend. Listen now, and God the Father was with the Spirit, with the Spirit anointed Christ. So God the Father will be with the Spirit anointed believer, for He says in Matthew two eight. Listen, teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I was with you always. I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. That's a long time, isn't it? That's a gracious promise. Let me read it to you again. Teaching them to observe, that's John 2, Matthew 2, 8. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. If the Son of God waited 
and did not begin his earthly ministry without the anointing of the Holy Spirit, how much more should it behoove us as born-again believers not to go forward or to try to do anything in and apart from the Holy Spirit? In Acts 1.8 we see, we read, when the Holy Spirit is come, when the Holy Ghost is come upon you, you shall be witnesses of me. Christ urged and commanded his disciples not to go forth to preach or to teach or to testify without the endowment or endowment of power from the Holy Spirit. This is clearly set forth in Luke 24:49 in these words. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. The work of preaching, listen now, listen, the work of preaching and the work of witnessing and the work of testifying and the work of soul winning is the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not your business and mine. First to know, listen, first to know that we're saved, to know that we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, and then to wait on Him. This deflates and destruts the believer. Yes, it does. We can wait on the Lord as if it were 20 years, if we have to wait that long. Only the Holy Spirit can lead a soul to Christ. Because as Christ said, No man cometh unto me except the Father draw him. And the, only the Holy Spirit can reveal Christ to that individual. For to be saved, one must be born of the Spirit. For no man can see the kingdom of God until he is born again. No man, let me say that again. No man can see, listen, Oh, my friend, let me go back. No man cometh unto me except the Father draw him. That does away with all this uh, 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 accepting Jesus or claiming Jesus as your Savior. No, my friend, there's a great lot of work has to be done in that heart before you'll ever turn to the Lord. I know that from experience, my friend, but the Lord is able to do it. He is. For no man can see the kingdom of God until he is born of God or born again, born from above. Brethren, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not the work or manipulating of some preacher. I know here in our ministry here, one of our greatest needs is the Holy Spirit. Every sinner who ever comes to Christ must be awakened to see that he's a totally depraved and sinful and terrible and wretched and blind and miserable and full of sin and whatever else, man by nature. But man by nature don't want to be saved. You know anybody wants to be saved? No, they just want a little uh, pressure off of them maybe, but that's not salvation. Brethren, this is the work of the Holy Spirit to awaken the poor soul. It is not the work or the manipulation of some preacher. And you awaken sinners out there, the greatest friend on earth you have is the Holy Spirit. Don't resist him. Don't fight him. Let him lead you to Christ. The church today has rejected the Holy Spirit. Oh, my friend, that's true. 
That's true. Uh, I, I keep up with modern church and my friend where they, uh, I heard one of the leading, I call it leading high-powered evangelists in one of the modern days churches. And he said, if you're not saved, uh, pray this prayer with me. God, I'm sorry I sinned, and blah, 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 blah. And Lord, save me for Jesus' sake. And he said, now, if you pray that prayer, you save. You are saved. Don't listen to that, my friend. That's not salvation. Whoever heard of such a thing as a man shaking my hand and being saved or telling me that he's trusting Jesus without any, did he repent? Was there any repentance there? No, I know. My early days, I made a decision for Jesus. Preacher talked me into it, and uh, it wasn't didn't amount to nothing. Didn't last till the water got hot. But when the Holy Spirit is in charge, He'll show you that you missed the Lord. He'll show you that you need to repent. He'll show you you need to confess your sin and to cry and to beg the Lord to save you. Beg the Lord to open your heart if you've never been awakened. Just ask the Lord. It don't matter if you're young or old. We've had folks almost 100 years old right here and say, Pastor, I've been a church member all my life, but I realize I'm not saved. Pray for me. Oh, if you don't think that humbles a preacher, a God-called preacher, if you don't think that humbles him, you you must be blind. For have an 80-, 90-year-old man or woman call you and write you and say, Pastor, I'm not saved. Tell me what to do. Oh, but my friend, the Lord's grace. The Lord is full of grace. And that's what we do here. We, we don't, you know, folks accuse us here of being doom and gloom, but not so. No, we always preach Christ as your, as your living Savior. You trust the Lord, come to the Lord after having been awakened to your lost condition, seeing your, seeing your need. I'll use this little illustration. If you get up in the morning, tomorrow morning, you feel real good, and you sit on the side of the bed and take a couple of breaths of fresh air, you don't call your wife and say, call the doctor, do you? Well, certainly not. But maybe a week later, you come down with a sore throat and a cold and a headache, and you wake up all sweaty, and you say, Mama, call the doctor. I need a doctor, Lord. Mama, that's because you have a need. And most of our folks today don't have a need. You know that? You know anybody has a need? I, I don't know many. Very few that I know. Oh, listen, my friend. But listen, therefore, uh, souls are not being born again. Not being born into the kingdom. They're brought only to the visible membership of the church. That's a big thing. A big thing. Oh, my friend, to be a member of the charter, a charter member of the old church, you know. That's what people tell you now. Oh, but listen, listen. The urge today is to go and win men to the—the the urge today is go out and win men to Christ. Christ said, tarry ye until be endued with power from on high. Then you shall be my witness, and you shall witness of me. We go out today to get folks to join our particular church. 
Now, one thing I ask people, because I don't ask you what church you belong to. I ask you, are you saved? Do you have a knowledge of Christ as being your Savior and your Lord? Are your sins been forgiven? You t- I, you'll know it, my friend. When you get saved, you'll know it. The old yellow dog in the backyard will know when you get saved. An old tomcat sitting on the front steps, he'll know when you get saved. That's, that's a reality to my heart, my friend. But the old trailblazer loves sinners. I forget oftentimes to tell you how much I love you. And I praise the Lord for every one of you. And you folks who help me with the broadcast, I appreciate everything you do. From Some folks send me a dollar a month. Some folks send me a hundred or a month or more, man, my friend. But that's all in the Lord's hand. You know what the Bible says? The Lord loves a cheerful giver. Are you a cheerful giver? Oh, you old truck driver out there going across the country on I-70 I or I-40 up there in Tennessee. Are you a cheerful giver? Oh, when you get home to your home 20, would you sit down and write me a check for for uh, for the work here and get out the gospel? That's what we do. And uh, we're always happy to have you tell us where you're listening from. Cross two or three timelines in a day. And uh, hear the God and trailblazer or the voice of truth more than one time a day. But remember, uh, I'll be back tomorrow with another broadcast from God's Word. We're bringing this study on the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be looking at to baptism of the Holy Spirit in a day or two. And I know you'll be interested because that's a false thing. It's spread all over our country. But remember, my mailing address, Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Let me know. I'll send you a catalog of our bookstore if you just for you writing. Let me hear from you. But remember, my phone number, air code 225 664-8658. They'll answer it in the book room, but they'll get a hold of me or Brother Glenn, one of us, and uh, if he can answer your questions for you, and uh, if you have a question. But would you pray for me? Would you just tell me, Pastor, I'm praying for you. Remember, the Lord loves you, my friend, and turn to the Lord if you're not saved. Goodbye. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions now offers six flash drives containing sermons, radio broadcasts, and historic music. These flash drives include sermons delivered by founding Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., messages by Pastor Pendarvis, Freddie Murdoch, and Glenn Bond, plus over 300 songs sung by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information and to place your order, call the church office at 225-664-8658.